Welcome to RPG Storytime. This podcast will tell the stories generated through role-playing games. For those of you who don't know what that is, a role-playing game, or RPG for short, is a game where a group of players create characters, and a host, called a Game Master, creates the setting and challenges for those players. Together, they wind up creating a story that's often dramatic, exciting, comical, and sometimes quite emotional. Some of the best stories I have ever heard and or told have been at these gaming tables, and I've found it to be a pity that so many of them have become forgotten over time. I have therefore wanted to record them for prosperity, but much like vacation photos, I am painfully aware how little I, or anyone else, will sit through the long, four-hour presentation for each session. That is why I determined to edit the stories down into smaller, more digestible episodes, where I tell the stories like audiobooks or radio dramas. We cut to the chase, only describing the game mechanics when they become very relevant to the story, or just amusing elements. Some of the games we'll be covering in this series include Age of Rebellion and the other Star Wars RPGs, classics like Top Secret and Gangbusters, niche titles like Deadlands, Star Trek Adventures, and of course, Dungeons and Dragons. This week, I want to introduce you to the concept and tell you a little bit about my own experience with role-playing games and why it means so much to me. I first learned about Dungeons and Dragons in the late 1970s, My best friend Ryan, with whom I regularly played with action figures, told me his brothers had a new game upstairs and we should try it. I ran up with him and went into his brother Joel's room to find he and his other brother Brett sitting on the floor with pieces of paper, some pencils, and some weird-looking dice. I asked where the board was, and they said there wasn't any. The whole thing would be in our minds. I thought this was the strangest thing I'd ever heard, and wondered if they were pulling a practical joke on me, as they often did. But I played along and sat on the itchy carpet with them. They had already created a character for me, a dwarf. I don't think I gave it a name. Brett, the dungeon master, read from a sheet he kept hidden from the rest of us as he described a musty dungeon into which we delved. As he spoke, I could hear and feel everything he told us. The stone walls, the damp floor, the smell of mold lingering in the air. It was like the storm drains we sometimes explored around my midwestern town. I tensed as I pictured my character clutching his axe, peering down the long corridor with his dark vision. We entered a room where the floor was covered in crumpled papers. I wondered what sort of creatures would have paper strewn about their lair. Suddenly, a group of orcs leaped out at us. Joel charged into battle, and I followed. Within seconds, our intrepid heroes were both killed. Ryan had smartly stayed back and picked off the last orc, but now he was alone. He gave me his character and let me continue. I was hooked, but I also dreaded it. I wanted Ryan to continue, because watching someone else go through it was much like watching someone today wearing a virtual reality helmet while they go through a horror program. They are immersed while you can stand back and enjoy watching them cringe in fear. I pushed forward, finding more trash in another room. I was curious what it was, and why monsters in a dungeon bothered keeping all this stuff. So I reached down and looked at some of it. A trap was sprung! I don't know what it was because it killed me outright. And that was my first Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I was blown away by the experience. The idea that a game could dive you so deeply into your imagination, that there were so many options and so many possibilities. All I had ever played before this were games like Sorry and Payday and Monopoly. Games where your only option was what to do on the space you landed on based on your die roll. Even the dice themselves seemed to inspire endless possibilities. I remember rolling the 20-sided die and thinking I had rolled a 7, but then was told it was a 17 because it had the crayon marking on it. 
The original set of Dungeons & Dragons did not print the numbers 1 through 20 on them, but instead had 0 through 9 written twice. The game set came with a crayon which you were supposed to use to mark off half the numbers to denote that they were numbers 11 through 20. How sending a crayon with every game was cheaper than just setting the dice to print 11 through 20, I'll probably never know. But that's how they did it, and I still have my original D20 which often lands on that painted zero. It wasn't long before my brother had the game, and we were starting our own adventures. We went to Hobbytown and bought our first miniatures out of trays that rotated when you pressed the lever. I chose a dwarf who wore armor that was too big for him, and his arms stretched up out of it. We played in our basements, out of sight of adults who believed it to be the work of the devil. 60 Minutes even had a special which blamed ritualistic suicides on the game, and warned of its dangers. The only danger it really posed was keeping us from becoming popular among our peers, and from getting laid as we entered our teens. It was almost all boys at the time who played, and very few girls unlike today where it is, thankfully, far more inclusive. That is a discussion for another day, which I will get into. This podcast will include discussions about role-playing games, especially those featured on the show, in between the stories themselves. We'll also have interviews with some of the players, the designers, publishers, etc. This is going to be a show about the story side of role-playing games, the part of it that makes it so unique and amazing. There will be talk about the game mechanics as well, but only insofar as they support the storytelling elements of the games. Also, if you want to see these stories played out visually, you can watch our YouTube channel where these same stories are portrayed with narration, music, and sound effects, along with images and pictures of the action laid out with miniatures on sets. The channel is called RPG Storytime as well, and the link is in the description. I hope you enjoy this channel. I've been looking forward to doing it for a long time. I'm a big fan of telling stories and of playing games. So this is the perfect combination. New episodes will be every Wednesday, so come back each week for more. And until then, happy gaming, everybody.